In the beginning of Parshas Dvarim, we have various different words of rebuke that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling the Yidden, although telling them to them a little bit in a hidden way, hidden behind certain words, not that rebuke them in a direct way. One of the things, things Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Yidden is, It's an 11-day journey from Choyrev, which is Har Sinai, through the way of Har Seir, all the way until Kodesh Barnea. Kodesh Barnea is on the border of Eretz Yisroel. Rashi tells us over here, bringing from Chazal, that this journey, which is usually an 11-day journey, the Yidden managed to do it in three days. And this is part of the rebuke that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling the Yidden, that look what you caused, there's no quicker way than this journey, this path of 11-day journey. You even managed to do this in three, in three days, because Hashem wanted so much that you should go quickly into Eretz Yisrael, but because the way you messed up, it ended up taking you 40 years. From Rashi it sounds like, that a very big part of the rebuke is not only that, instead of 11 days, which is the normal amount of time that it should have taken, it took 40 years. It seems like what's even more important is that it's instead of three days that it took 40 years. In other words, that it could have been in a supernatural way, in a completely miraculous way, three days, and yet it ended up taking 40 years. Which seems to be telling us that there's no middle path for the Yidden. It seems to be Moshe Rabbeinu's rebuke is, it could have been either in one extreme, completely miraculous, but because of the way you behaved, it was now 40 years. And this is going to become a very significant part of our sicha over here, looking at these two extremes, things being done in a very, very miraculous way, or things taking this extra, extra long time. The Rebbe connects this to a Gemara which quotes our posik. And the Gemara goes as follows. The Gemara is speaking over there about a debate that Rabbi Yochan ben Zakkai had with a Baisusi. Baisusi is one of a group of people that claim to believe only in Torah Shabbat not in Torah Shabbat And what they said is that Shavuos always needs to fall out on a Sunday. The Pasuk, you always start counting according to them. The day after Shabbos, not after Yom Tov, the way the Chazal understood it. If you always start counting on a Sunday, then Shavuos will also be on a Sunday. Says this by Susi to Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Moshe Rabbeinu loved the Yidin. So he knew that Shavuos is only one day. So he wanted to make that you should have Shabbos. Always follow, Shabbos followed immediately by Shavuos. In this day, in this way, the Yidin will have two days of pleasure and enjoyment, one following the other. Says Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, quoting this passage that we just had, if Moshe Rabbeinu really loved the Yidin, why did he delay them in the midbar for 40 years? And he quotes this pasuk of Achad Asar Yoim Mehar Choyrev. Toisvis on these words actually immediately quotes Rashi from Chumash and says that this 11 day journey that the pasuk says really could have even been in three days because the Abishtah made it actually take originally three days all the way to Kaddish Barnea. So if Moshe Rabbeinu really loved the Yidden, instead, why instead of three days does it take 40 years? So here again we see this idea that it's not about just, they could have taken 11 days and it ends up taking 40 years, but rather we're speaking about that it should have been either in a completely supernatural way and instead it takes this extra, extra long way. And this is what we're trying to understand. Why is it so important that it could have taken three days? The same argument could have also been, 
that Moshe Rabbeinu, if Moshe Rabbeinu really loves the Yidin, then why, instead of 11 days, does it take 40 years? Why do we have to emphasize this idea that it could have even taken three days? So clearly it's, it's about these two extremes over here, either completely miraculous or this very, very long way. In order to understand this, we really need to understand, we need to explain what's really going on in this debate or in this argument between Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai and the Baisusi. Clearly, when the Torah tells us stories of the Chachamim arguing with Goyim, or arguing with these Baisusim and the Tzedukim, etc., etc., there must be some logic, some real logic in what they're arguing, what the other side is arguing, and that the Chachamim, when they're answering, these are emissa answers, because otherwise, why are we even bothering quoting these arguments and mentioning what these Goyim or the Baisusim thought? And then what the Chachamim answered them. And therefore, what the Rebbe is going to explain over here, that we're going to try to understand what exactly it was the Baisusi was saying, and what is really Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai telling him. And the first thing the Rebbe explains is that when the Baisusi said that Moshe Rabbeinu with his Avas Yisrael would want to establish it on a Sunday, means that the Baisusi also understood that you could prove from Psukim that Sfirah, not necessarily is going to start on a Sunday, that Mimochras or Shabbos would be yomtiv, and therefore Shavuos would not necessarily fall out on a Sunday. But the Baisusi was trying to claim that Rabbi, Rabbi Moshe Rabbeinu with his Avas Yisroel would have wanted that the calendar should always be organized in a way, could always add a date to a month, etc., that Pesach should fall out on Shabbos, so Sfiro would start on a Sunday, and Shavuos would end up being on a Sunday. And this is what Rabbi Yochanan and Zaka was telling him, that... According to you, then if Moshe Rabbeinu has Avas Yisrael, then why is he delaying him in the Midbar for 40 years? But really we need to understand, of course, what's really Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai saying. Does it make sense to say that the Baisusi is the one that's claiming Moshe Rabbeinu has Avas Yisrael? And Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai is the one saying that Chas V'Shalom Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't have Avas Yisrael? Rather, the Rebbe says, the explanation is, what Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai is telling him is, if Avas Yisroel of Moshe Rabbeinu is your understanding of Avas Yisroel, if that's what Avas Yisroel is about, then that same logic should have also applied of why is he keeping the Yidin in the Midbar for 40 years. In other, and this is what he's bringing the proof from Achados In other words, what the Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai is really telling him is that when we see Moshe Rabbeinu rebuking the Yidin, we need to realize that itself is coming from a very, very deep place of love. And it's not the kind of love that you, the Baisusi, understands. We're speaking about a totally different kind of Avas Yisrael. In order to understand this, the Rebbe explains what's generally the idea of Shavuos. We know we count 49 days, then we have the day of Shavuos. The Baisusi's understanding was that the 49 days have nothing to do with the 50th day. In other words, yes, there's 49 days where we're working, but then what's given from above is completely from above and not related to our Avoidah. And therefore what the Baisusi was claiming was, what should be the best preparation for such a day of Shavuos that's completely given from above? Also a day of Shabbos that's enjoyable, that's pleasurable, a day that's holy from above. In fact, this is the whole argument of the Baisusim regarding Torah Shemeksav versus Torah Shemalpeh generally. Torah Shemeksav is that which is given from above. And they're claiming that's what we have from Hashem. And there's no way we can ever get our own Seichel, which is Torah Shemalpeh, involved in all of this. So the Baisusim only believe in Torah Shemeksav. They only believe in that, so to speak, which is being given from above. And they say there can be no connection at all with our own Seichel and things of the Chachamim, etc., etc., 
Of course, this is completely untrue, because the truth of the matter is, the whole point of Torah is, that the greatest in Yonim of Torah should come down and permeate our Seichel, and that we should be able to even be Mechadish in Torah, and add in Torah, and appreciate Torah, etc., etc. In other words, the true way how the Chachamim learn Torah, and the way we understand Torah is that really there needs to be that Chibur between the highest of the high and the lowest of the low. And therefore, really, the way Matan Torah works is that even the 50th day, that which is L'chayra given from above, but as it says, Tisperu Chamishim Yoyim. Tisperu Chamishim Yoyim is that even the 50th day we are accomplishing through our Avoida. And this is what Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai is saying to this by Susi. That Moshe Rabbeinu keeps the Yidin back in the midbar 40 years. What's the idea of punishments in the Torah? Torah is a Torah of kindness. The whole idea of punishments is not chas for the sake of punishment. It's always, it's all to elevate the Yidin to a greater level. It's all that the Yidin should be able to be deserving to go into Eretz Yisrael. The whole idea of going through the midbar was to elevate and to bring out a, a greater connection that the Yid has to the Yavishter, as a result of all the Nusyonis, as a result of all the challenges, as a result of the tshuva that comes for the different things that went on in the Midbar. And this is what, what the Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai is actually telling them, that this is the greatest level of Avas Yisrael, that the proper way of really refining, elevating the Yid, bringing him to the highest level, is going to come through his Avoidah. And this is what the Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai is saying, if it's your understanding that things are just given from above, then why did he delay them in the Midbar? In other words, there's two ways how the Eden could have traveled the Midbar. There's one way how it comes milamaila, mitzadashchina, and that's the one extreme. It could have been in three days, it could have been a miraculous way, one, two, three, and that there's no avoida involved at all. But then there's the other way, that it comes mitzad yidin. It comes mitzad avoid of the yidin, really working through all the issues, all the problems that they had. And through that coming to a much greater level in their connection to Hashem. And that's what Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai is saying, that in your opinion, if Shavuos is a day, it's just coming from above, and therefore it should follow from a Shabbos just coming from above, then the Midbar also should have been just done in a hasty way, and not worry about refining the Yidin, doing their own avoid, etc., etc. From the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu delays the Yidin in the Midbar, it shows that what's the real Avas Yisrael, is specifically when he's getting the Yidin to do the avoid of B'koyach Atzmam on their own, and as the famous expression of the Medrash says, that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that rebukes them. Who rebukes them? Dafka someone with such great avo like Moshe Rabbeinu. He is the one that's able to rebuke them and get them to do tshuva. And therefore, this is also the way Rabbi Yochanan and Zaka is refuting. This is that the Baisusi said that, oh, we should just have these two enjoyable days, one after the other, implying that Shavuos is just the day that needs to follow and come from a situation of Milmaila, not with our avoidah, Rather, the proper way Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai is saying is no, we do it all through Avoida that the 49 days of Svito were really an Avoida that brought to the day of Shavuos itself. And the Rebbe concludes that the same thing is true with this last Golos, that the whole purpose is to purify the Eden, to make them deserving for the Geula. And through this Avoida, when we do quickly this Avoida, the Ebishter brings the Geula immediately, especially that Kalu Kalakitsin, so that we have the Geula.